0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Joe Memo Recommends, the third installment in my new radio series. And basically what Joe Memo Recommends is about is I take personal artists that I think are the next big thing, and I know it's a big compliment for my guests coming on, and not too much pressure though. It's certain artists I pick that I think are the next big thing and that I personally know and love, and that I feel deserve a lot more attention than they're getting. Actually Christy Blankenship, who you're going to be hearing in just a sec, is actually my My first guest on Joe Member Recommends, who is not a rapper. And also my first country artist guest. So I feel so so privileged, and uh, just a tad note, I don't know if it's still true or not, but uh, contrary to popular belief, she's a country singer who's not that crazy about country. I know, it sounds contradictory, but it's cool to me. (laughs) But um, anyway, she is a sweetheart, always smiling. The silliest, she's a 16-year-old stuck in, I would say, a 25-year-old body. I know that's a compliment. It's just amazing to have her on the show. The last time I saw her was when I was doing an internship at a Morningside media school that's located in Blue Eye, Missouri. And I was there from 2012 to 2013. And it was one of the most blessed years of my life. Challenging, albeit at the same time, but rewarding all at once. Christy Blankenship's on the show tonight. How are you doing?
1: I'm wonderful. How are you, Josiah?
0: I am doing awesome. Happily married, happily enjoying music life, enjoying ministry and family. Awesome. But really, really miss you, honestly.
1: Thank you. I miss you too. You were just such a bright young man. I just, it was nice to know you, you know, personally when you were here, but just knowing God's created some really good decent, hardworking, loving young men out there still. It, it gives gives the ladies in the world hope. When, when God gives you a gift, you just, you know, you've known it since the day, you know, you can remember and realize that you dream about this certain thing, and I've always dreamed about singing and it's been a big part of my life. Just so thankful that God gave me a talent and an appreciation for music also, whatever I can conjure up in my own vocals, right. you know. But my family is wonderful. I've been happily married. It'll be 15 years in May, which oh. is pretty dang good for a 34-year-old daughters. They're one of them's going to be 14, and the other's going to be eight. And they keep me very busy. And <laughs> they're beautiful, and they're extremely talented themselves. And it's just so awesome to see bits and pieces of of myself and my husband and my right. children and the right. the talents that God has put in them. So I've just been so blessed and busy with my family, and um, really trying to work on my music as well. And in the middle of all of the regular everyday life with a family that I'm blessed with
2: she was the least of these scattered to the wind no place to their hidden just a church in the state. her story and keep it come see
0: That was Stella's Voice by Christy Blankenship. She was actually just trying to tell me a quick story on how she tried to audition for The Voice. If she feels free to tell that story, she may, and then we'll get into the story of Stella's voice. So go ahead.
1: Well, it's pretty simple. I didn't make it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Don't worry, you're not the only one. I have other friends that didn't make it.
1: There was amazing talent there, and you know, it's a show. They're looking for things, and and it's all good because I've always known that God's going to use me no matter what, so it's not going to take some
2: TV show to to get me going.
0: That's right. I always use a testimony of, I don't know if you know, Blanca Callahan, formerly from Group One Crew.
2: I feel called to something more.
0: Yeah, on our first audition for American Idol, they refused her, and then she ended up getting a record deal with Word Records, so, and then she became one of Christian Pop's uh, best best artists, so I mean, that's not the only avenue God has in store, so definitely, there's always other avenues. Let's get into the story of Stella's voice. My goodness, there's so much backstory I could personally give from what I saw in the Ministry of Stella's Voice with Philip Cameron and, you know, his adopted daughters. What's your take on it, what did you gain from that whole experience what you had to view during that time period and of course i'm sure they have must have visited many more times as well from the outside looking in what has your experience been from the stella's voice mission and then how or who got the idea to put that into a song
1: stella's voice for those that don't know it's a ministry that basically saves Teenage girls, and boys actually, in Moldova, once they're 16 years old, they're kicked out of the orphanages, picked up, or conned into human sex trafficking. And the ministry helps to save as many girls as they can from going into that life. And Stella was an orphan that was put into the situation of of human sex trafficking. And she was abused and raped probably, I think it was over 100 times times. a day type thing. She ended up dying the abuse and also from AIDS by the age of 21, I believe. And that's where they got their name for the ministry was uh, dedicated to Stella. What she endured was one of just the most evils in the world, you yeah. know, so they wanted to honor her and her life by naming the ministry that. So the song actually was written by my producer, Scott Hoffman, awesome. and he and I are good friends and we come together and to collaborate on music and he just really felt led to write a song about the story of Stella. We got together, he wrote it, he wanted me to sing it, and so we worked on it together and that was our first song that we did together, so, you know, it's my honor to to, even if I raise awareness to one person about human sex trafficking and what really happens and that it's real and that there are lives lost daily and you know what well, what we can do is we need to raise awareness and also you know get our hands dirty and donate to those ministries yes. that actually are there pulling the girls out of it. So it's, it's our responsibility once we become aware with things to actually do something about that awareness. Recording this song was my ways to to help contribute to that. When he was having me record the song, he wrote on a sticky note, my daughter, my oldest daughter's name, Kenzie, and oh, then put a price tag geez. and I just won't, you know, because they sell the girls for different prices, very low prices. Wow. Bald. It just made it more real, like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm doing this to it. save a life. And thank God it's not my daughter.
0: Most people don't understand the seriousness of this wickedness until they personalize it to waken you into the reality of what's going on.
1: Well, you know, the movie Taken, that's a movie about human sex trafficking. Yeah. People, especially in America, turn a blind eye. They think, oh, it's just Hollywood making up this exactly. this scenario. Well, I tell you what, there's millions and millions and millions of people sold every day
0: i always thought that hollywood are better prophesiers than some preachers and this is why we must never just shun entertainment as entertainment sometimes because sometimes they know more of what's going on behind the scenes even when you talk about issues even about the new world order and stuff like that sometimes they know more
1: very true you know i mean you can watch movies all day long and there is subliminal messages and there or there's bold things right in your face right but so many people will it's just hollywood you know and they're making these things up well no half of it's truth (laughs) you know people need to wise up and not be sheeple that's what i call them better really get to know the world and what's going on in it especially you joe you know you have been all over the world you see it firsthand
0: one of my favorite news reporters alex jones is by now he also gets a lot of his info from the drudge report which i know the jim baker show even the most recent x-files series was based off him and his information again people are just gonna see that as entertainment but they don't know that Hollywood is getting their source material from these kind of people who really know what's going on unless we waken up to the reality that in even me being a comic book fan I've seen things in comic books 20-30 years ago I mean if I pull from that far back and see it happening in the real world today so may God help us all to waken up to what's really going on in the world and not just be bystanders but actually participators and coming back to Stella's voice not having that cane like attitude that once an injustice or murder happens we just say oh am I my brother or sister's keeper we can't have that nonchalant careless attitude that's that doesn't work with God so we must be moved with the things that move God's heart and broken with the things that break God's heart hopefully that justifies or gives the song Stella's voice enough justice material our ultimate prayer both the victims who are trafficked and even strange as it might sound even the sex traffickers themselves they all need one thing, and that is Come to Jesus. Aptly titled, that's the title of the next song that we're gonna be sharing, so here we go. Give Come to Jesus by Christy Blankenship my goodness that gave me such a sunset in the Nevada desert type of vibe and I really love the grunge rock effect that Scott Hoffman added into that definitely gave you a little more versatility there but now tell us the backstory on how Come to Jesus was made available to us.
1: When I first started working with Scott after Stella's voice you know he was like I want you to do something that can be both in the Christian genre but then also just in the regular secular world too you know something that would talk about Jesus, you know, so he actually, he sent me this song months before I had okayed to do it or whatever. And I never, I don't think I ever even listened to it. I don't know if I was able to open it up in an email or whatnot. And He's like, man, you know, months later, he's like, did you hear the song? I'm like, I don't think so. So when (laughs) I actually heard it, (laughs) it was kind of a long process. When I actually heard it, this whole time, we're trying to figure out, you know, if I should do one that was written By me, or by him, or do a cover. This is a cover, but it's not like a widely popular cover, and it's a beautiful song. Oh, wow. Um, And I heard it, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do it, you know? I'm like, I I have ideas for this one, so we did it, and it came together really well. And it's really fun to sing. It stretches my vocal cords and everything, but I love it, you know, and the fact that it will go with pretty much any genre. It's kind of a rock, country, Christian, yet not song, you know what I'm saying? But it's still that idea out there of, you know, Jesus is here for us, you know, if if we're willing to to come to him, he's there, Absolutely,
0: It's a very universal story. And I love how you were saying how it marries the mainstream and the Christian genre, because you're probably not surprised to hear this, but from my experience, I think the two most forgiving genres for mentioning the word Jesus would have to be country and rock. You could be mainstream or Christian, and for some reason, they still are open to hearing a once in a while Jesus mention. (laughs) I'm not saying that the other genres are not, but I'm glad Scott Hoffman brought up that point because this is a point I bring up in almost every show. And it's something I call, which is sort of a term I came up with, maybe I did, maybe I stole the copyrights, I don't know. But the term I came up with is called musical segregation. Now here's the breakdown of what I describe as musical segregation. If you go to the Grammy Awards, I don't know if you've experienced this, but if you are a Muslim who raps like Lupe Fiasco, do they put you in a Muslim hip-hop category? No. If you're a Hindu who does jazz music, do they put you in a Hindu jazz category? No. And if you're an atheist that does rock music, they don't put you in an atheist rock category. So why is it, no matter how talented or skillful you are, the second you say you're Christian, they put you all in the same category? Why do they do that? It's like, the rain falls on both the just and the unjust, and it's not like people who are unsaved are any less or more talented than people who are saved. We're all human beings at the end of the day, and we deserve the same respect for making excellent music. It's almost like if you baked an amazing chicken or turkey pie or whatever, you wouldn't call it a Christian turkey pie just because you're a Christian who made it. (laughs) And it's almost like if there was two restaurants across the street, one restaurant is selling well-done steak, and they're muslims and the other restaurant is selling rotten eggs and they're christians who are you gonna buy from you're gonna buy from the people who are making well-done steaks we have the same right to excellence it's not like we're not human beings or half human because we're christian and that comes all part of with the persecution that jesus said we were gonna have anyway but what's your thoughts on that before we get into the the final two songs
1: you're exactly right and it's funny that you say that because my husband he works in the construction field we live in the country now and when people apply for a job or they're looking for work you know or, or a family member is looking for work for their family member they're like oh well, he's a good hard-working Christian and that automatically <laughs> automatically is it' a red flag for my husband because he's like Okay, what makes you throwing that in have to do with anything
0: skill wise? Exactly.
1: You know that that's always like, well, you know that that has nothing to do with what you're you're yeah. trying
0: to. I've met some lazy you know. Christians on the construction field too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, because he's come across many
0: Christians, you yeah. know, on the field <laughs> right. that are that do not live out the Christian exactly. you know,
1: faith, whatever. But you know.
0: It has
1: nothing to do with yes, your work. Category. It has nothing to do with your work. And 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 everybody that has met me that, that they find out that I sing and that I'm into music and stuff right. like that, they're like, Oh, well what do you sing? What category would you say you are? And I'm like, you know what, honestly, I can't put myself in a category. Thank I honestly you. today can tell you I have no idea what category I'd be in because honestly. I'm just Very me. Good. I have no idea. Yeah, it maybe some people it sounds country and some people it sounds bluesy and some people say Christian or rock. Right. Whatever. I don't I don't want to put myself in a category. Exactly. So, I mean, I'm glad that you said that because you know what? People will categorize and it's exactly what you said. It's because the per- persecution that that we can expect, you know. I don't want people to look at me and judge me just because they know my faith. It's that's gonna right. happen. We're here, you know. Music, music is music, and and that's and I know that, and I know that it's a way to to break those barriers down. That's what I want to do. I want to break barriers down. I want people to know that I'm real, and that there's a lot of people out there that are God fearing that are real, and they'll tell you the issues that they deal with. They'll tell you you know things that they struggle with and you know what
0: i mean now with all these stones being thrown at us i'm very interested to find out what's the backstory behind this song free like a stone because i've never seen a song title sounding like that because the second i hear free like a stone i'm thinking like is this like a rock band trying to get high or something but anyway i don't mean to prejudge the song let's hear it first and then we'll talk about it free like a stone by christy blank enjoy he is closer
2: to the gutter even then, the cornerstone, cold and free the sidewalk holds him like a prison For the crime of believing In his visions that nobody else can see And hookers, well wishing do gooders, losers in love with every kind. Ties that bind Free like a stone
0: Free like a stone All right, that was Free Like a Stone by Christy Blanketchip. not to be confused with Free Like I Am Stoned, but Free <laughs> Like a Stone by Christy Blankenship. Okay, not <laughs> I'm dying to know. The backstory of this song because every word in this song needs like a visual like this if you ever pitched a song for a movie i would highly recommend that you pitch this one and if you ever did a music video i would highly recommend this one every lyric you could picture a direct visual for so tell us the story about how free like a stone came about
1: free like a stone was written by david lynn jones and you'll hear another song that i recorded by him Okay, my producer worked with David Lynn Jones. Um, he wrote music for Willie Nelson and all kinds of oh, people. Wow. My producer worked with him years ago in the early 90s. David Lynn Jones kind of fell off the wagon a little bit, just in his, in his life, um, wow. with alcoholism and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. lost everything, pretty much. Wow. Well... The last recording session that he did in the studio, everybody presumed to be lost. Ooh. And my producer's wife was going through boxes in their basement one day, and she found the old whatever it used to be recorded on in the early 90s. She yeah. said, hey, babe, I don't know what this is. You might want to take a look at it. And, and Scott found the recordings from the last session with David Lynn Jones, and that was one of the songs on it he remastered everything put it on you know pro tools and did everything he needed to do to transfer it onto whatever we use nowadays you know for music and that was one of the songs david lynn jones version of the song was just amazing i mean just amazing Mm -hmm. i'm like that is one of the most amazing songs i've ever heard you know it's a song about life and about judging and how you don't know why people are the way they are you don't know why somebody might be homeless you don't you know you don't know why a girl might be pregnant because of what she's been through in her Mm -hmm. life you know what i'm saying it's just a song that just really goes down to humanity it's not a christian song it's a secular song right exactly but it still brings you awareness of we are all struggling with what we struggle with and yet we pass by people all the time and turn a Mm -hmm. blind eye And, and why do we do that Mm-hmm. You know, why do we turn that blind eye and just ignore these people that, that God might put in our path for yeah. a reason? Yeah. You know, and it's just just to bring awareness of humanity, because I think we've even li- lost sight of the basic respect for humanity.
0: That also is a great follow up point to what I was explaining earlier on. Just because someone is not a Christian doesn't mean you can't learn anything from them. They're still human. So right. I don't agree with this nose-in-the-air Christianity that says that you have nothing to learn from the world out there. It's almost, that would almost like be saying, if my boss was not a Christian at work, I have nothing to learn from him. Well, sorry, pal, good day, but you're fired. Yeah. Like, you walk into work with that kind of attitude, like, that's the end of your work for you. Don't go blaming God after that, like, almost that joke that said, when the guy who was trying to swim, and he said, God, why didn't you save me? Well, I sent you three sailmen and boatmen, and you didn't take any of their rides. so... <laughs> So we have to exactly. get. you know, Go ahead.
1: What I've said throughout the years, and as I've become, I guess, more of an aware adult, right. is that we have become both completely ignorant, and then we've also become completely entitled. Those things can really get us in trouble. Yeah. You know, and look at where the country's going. Yeah. But I mean, if you just look at the the entitled entitlement mentality, you know, I'm I am Christian, you are beneath me, whatever, blah blah blah. You deserve this, so I deserve this and that. It's like, you know what? I'm thankful for every breath that I take because that's yeah. a gift from God. You know what I mean? Exactly. I am not entitled to my next breath, and we need him. Exactly. And and so many people are are just ignorant to to the world and to each other and to what's going on because we live in this you know i mean look what we're doing right now we have amazing technology well the technology has really brought us into this facade of life yeah and it's just it's scary yeah it's really scary i think that technology can be amazing and and a blessing but at the same time our humanity right intelligence with aspect right. you know we might be getting more intelligent because we can google something and learn something like that hmm. but when it comes down to who we really are and what god really created us for we've lost it you Absolutely. know and i'm slowly trying to find it i'm you know i'm by no means perfect i'm i struggle daily with my things you know i want people to know that It's like that, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's not going to be cookie cutter. It's not going to be, but you've got to, you've got to seek wisdom. You've got to seek it. You'll get the wisdom as you learn and as you grow. And in my early twenties, I thought that, oh, because I was already a mom and married, I'm like, well, my, my music life is over, you know, and I hadn't done anything up to to that point, but I knew that I wanted to sing and I knew I could sing and I enjoyed it. But you know, my uncle Sam said, Chrissy, you are young, and you have the whole world ahead of you. Mm. And there's tons of music, you know, musicians out there that are parents that, yeah, yeah. you know, how, why would you get that in your head, you know? But, you know, society makes you look at, you know, well, I'm not I'm not 16 years old and weigh 100 pounds and mm. wear mm-hmm. skimpy clothes, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I don't have what it takes for Hollywood, so I don't fit that cookie cutter thing, so I'm just going to give up. Like I'm almost. not going to do it, mm. you know? When actually, no, God had a plan and I'm 34 years old and it's still just the beginning and I've really, I've, you know, I've really only had a taste of musically what I'm doing. You know, I believe that God has a lot more for me and he's put amazing people in my life and I'm looking forward to seeing how I can grow even more and how I can learn even more. But I have to have that, that thought, that thought train of knowing that it's not the end, that there's more, that I'm going to get better, that, right. going to be other people that i haven't met yet you know that god's going to put in my life so you we can't we just we live in a closed off mindset And this is my world. This is my life. And Mm. we've got to get out of that. We have to bust out of that and be like, no, there's so much more. Are you kidding me? I don't know what it is, but there's so much more.
0: Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because this may or may not apply to you because you're young. You have a long life ahead of you by by the grace of God. You're promised at least 70 or 80 years. So I'm not cheating you out of anything. But I (laughs) I remember back in the day, Theron Ventura had invited me to speak to the senior citizens group on Grace Street, and the point that God brought up to me on my heart when I was sharing them about the Kingdom of God, it doesn't matter how old you are or what age you are. I actually went out on a limb to say this, I didn't know if I was going to get my head cut off for saying this, but I went ahead and said it anyway, those senior citizens group. I said, go back to your room after we're finished here, and if the second you walk in the door, you don't drop dead, that means God still has a purpose for why you're breathing, because I firmly believe God will not keep a person breathing if they have nothing left to do or no purpose left in their life. So, the reason why you're still breathing is because there's still someone out there that needs you to be breathing too, so that they could experience the love of God through you, or there's still a mission or assignment. Otherwise, God would not have you keep breathing. If the mission is done and it's over, it's time to go home. But if the mission's not complete, you're still here for a reason. So, don't ever devalue your life, no matter how old you are, how little teeth you have, how little health you have left, you are still here for a purpose. And I remember one pastor friend I met who also had me on his TV program, he backed me up on this because his name is Pastor Don Reed, he's in uh, Pennsylvania. He runs a ministry that only gets people 80 and over to become evangelists, and I highly (laughs) applaud him for... and yeah, he's in his 80s to 90s himself and and he's like moving like a busy bee. Like I don't know how he does it. But I highly applaud him for starting ministries like that to show people in their old age that they still have a purpose so anyway that being said i just want you to close out the show with any last minute feedback or shout outs you have and then share with us the story behind without saying goodbye before we close out the show with that
1: well you know i definitely want to thank scott hoffman and uh it's just been a a blessing working with him and his creative mind and just seeing how god works in him and we're we're so different in so many areas but we're so alike in 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 other areas and it's just it's just neat to see how god just places those people in your life i want to thank sean campbell Mm -hmm. and his family and the people that i play in a local band with we've kind of been all over the area and we play for benefits and different concerts and stuff like that and we have a blast together and that just really, it really helps me to get out there and just, you know, sing more and just use my my gift more and just be among people, you know, And, and I'm thankful to him and of course my family who loves me and supports me and I'm just so thankful that... That I've been able to have the guts to choose the right things, you know. It's a daily choice. Yes. It's it's a daily choice to be the right thing. Absolutely. Sometimes I fail, but I'm just so thankful that God has mercy. That's right. And this this next song that I'm going to talk about, you know... um, God has mercy. He has mercy for everybody. And yeah. this next song is called Without Saying Goodbye. Yeah. It's a song about pro-life. And again, it was written by David Lynn Jones. I really wanted to do this song. First time I heard it by him. It was, it was beautiful. It really hit home to me because um, I have personally, not personally experienced um, abortion, but I have family members that have and friends that have. I knew that if I recorded this and if I was I was able to help change the mind of one person to choose life. I mean I have the chills right now. That's saving a life. You know what I mean? That's right. What greater joy there. And knowing that I have family members and friends, children up in heaven that have chosen to have abortions, you yeah. know, I want to minister to them also with the song, just, you know, letting them know that God loves them no matter what, no matter what they've been through or cho- chosen, you know, or chosen again, it's to bring awareness, yeah. you know, and being aware that it's a, it's a, it's a baby. It's a child from conception. That's right. And I truly believe it. And, uh, and I just hope and pray that other people, their hearts and their eyes open to the fact that, that God created every single person. Every person, whether you like them or not, he created them. And from conception, they were um, a baby.
0: Yeah.
1: So this song is is actually a song from the baby's standpoint.
0: But this is the truth that people don't want to hear. The day that a human baby's born, the day before that, was it still alive? Of course. And the ah. day... Two days before the day baby was born, was the baby still alive? Of course. So why is it such a problem if you keep going back a day before, a day before, a day before to the moment of conception? Why is it so hard to believe that from conception, the baby is alive? Because that's just the truth that people don't want to hear because they don't want to face that reality and then it sickens me like i was watching alex jones about the harvesting of aborted babies how sickening and gross that industry is but at the same time in my opinion abortion is the highest form of racism why because it's to eliminate the human race which that should be implied as the highest form of racism and And at the same token, lab rats in America have more rights than babies. Like, how low of a society have become? We're no different from Hindus who believe in reincarnation, that if you lived a bad life, you come back as a rat. So like it's it's sickening. May God help us all, and I pray that you guys have been encouraged with the presence of Christy Blankenship. If you want to check out more of her music, please type in her name as you'll see under the title on I guess any of the social media sites that are out there. Please go and buy her music on iTunes. It's only four songs, but trust me, it's four songs that'll make your life better. And make sure that she can build up a career for herself where you can get a lot more material from her of just straight up direct messages that improve your life and and do it from a non-cookie-cutter standpoint. Enjoy without saying goodbye. God bless you, Christy.
2: With the rhythm of love, why can't you hear? I am living in your shadow. Life has given. Can